you've actually spoken before about uh, Facebook and its uh, links to um, intelligence, and one of one of your strengths actually is researching a central intelligence. What is that link with Facebook? Okay, so with Facebook, it's not really so much the CIA as some people like to claim that, uh, but really it's more tied into um, efforts to resurrect a failed DARPA program that was called Total Information. Uh, well, it, that was within the Information Awareness Office. So one of those was Total Information Awareness or TIA. Um, and the one that Facebook is essentially a resurrection of is called LifeLog. Um, and people noted the similarities for year, uh, for years, uh, so I'm not the first to note that, but I think I am the first to note uh, the role of Peter Thiel in going around trying to resurrect specifically uh, all of these information awareness office programs. And he basically created a privatized version of total information awareness that we know today as Palantir. Um, which contracts for all 17 U.S. intelligence companies and various banks and corporations as well. They have a public and, and private sector thing, and they're very involved in pre-crime, all of the things that Total Information Awareness was going to do. But that was going to be a public-private partnership, and they realized that the, the outrage uh, was about having the military directly involved because DARPA... Uh, is a branch of the Pentagon. Um, and so basically what they were uh, looking to do was to recreate the whole thing as a purely private sector venture, realizing that they wouldn't get so much uh, uh, complaints from the government so, or from the public and, and the media. Um, and so they went and sought out the... Uh, the aid of Richard Pearl, uh, the crazy neocon that was one of the architects of the Iraq war and was also in the... Um, and the Reagan administration to basically help them recreate uh, total information awareness uh, at the same time they were setting up Palantir. Um, and then Peter Thiel ends up becoming the main investor in Facebook in the same period as well. Um, and then uh, that really uh, was was the event that allowed Facebook to become a viable business and was sort of molded, uh, became sort of molded to literally be the analog to the LifeLog program. So some people think, uh, so LifeLog was also, oddly enough, shut down the same day that Facebook as a company launched. And some people take that. It is a it is an odd coincidence, but uh, I don't I didn't really personally find evidence that Facebook was literally set up with the plan to be LifeLog. I think it was more like it, it had the potential to be that. And then they um, Mark Zuckerberg and Dustin uh, Muscovitz, the the Facebook co-founders, ended up teaming up with a guy named Sean Parker, who had uh, allegedly been contacted by the CIA and like recruited by them when he was a teenager. Uh, Sean Parker, oh, sorry, uh, from Napster. Yes. Mm hmm one in the same so he's the one that connected them to Thiel um it just not 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 that long after uh they had uh created Facebook uh so between Parker and Thiel that seems to really be where the idea of using Facebook as a vehicle to uh recreate the LifeLog program um you know that's essentially uh what happened there and uh in the years since you know Facebook has sort of had uh, weird inroads with DARPA like they hired uh, the former director of DARPA Regina Dugan uh, to run their uh, creepy uh, uh, DARPA equivalent within Facebook, which used to be called Building 8 and is now sort of splintered off into different groups like Facebook Reality Labs. And they're trying to make all these like uh, wearables that are brain machine interfaces, but that you wear them on your wrist and it's supposed to read your mind and all that stuff. That's uh, Regina Dugan. She used to do that stuff for DARPA, then Google, and then and then Facebook and and now basically does it for the Welcome Trust, uh, which is sort of like uh, 
roughly, I guess you could sort of describe it as a, sort of like a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, but based in the mm. UK. It has a very different history and and stuff, but it's 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 a similar uh, function in terms of its ability or its history and, and ability to manipulate um, medical research um, and, and things like that. So basically, she's working for them now with a bunch of a transhumanist. Um, medicine programs uh anyway also looking looking for extremists uh what, <laughs> uh what, what do you mean by that i don't know if she uh i don't know if that program does well I, facebook I oh facebook right mm. yeah yeah well that that's part of what they're designed to do right so the this whole life log program um they they framed it in in the like all darpa programs they they had a mm. sales pitch for it but then you know they admit in the fine print it has really great applications for homeland or, or national security right and so lifelog was one of those things because basically it was about creating a, a profile um different episodes of a person's life and it would be able to reconstruct a narrative about an entire person's life um among other things um and uh how that could be used to profile people and that it could profile it it was also um, meant to profile the the type of media that people consume, people's purchasing mm -hmm. uh, um, decisions, uh, what ads they clicked. I mean, this is all stuff Facebook obviously does <laughs> uh, today. You know, so in retrospect, it's it's quite clear. But um, you know, um, in the years uh, following its founding, Facebook openly collaborated with the NSA, for example. Um, as not just them though. I mean, it was Microsoft and Google and Apple and all the other guys. Um, so they're, they're, throughout Silicon Valley, including Facebook, there's just a, a, a consistent involvement of uh, the national security uh, state, whether it's from the military or the intelligence angle uh, within these things. And a lot of it has been based around uh, data mining and profiling. Mm. But the other plan for LifeLog uh, wasn't just profiling people. It was to uh, mine so much data as to create a what they called a humanized AI that it create, could create an artificial intelligence algorithm that would like suscept, uh, more successfully mimic people. Um, you know, and when it come across so robotic, um, and so it had some different, um, I guess sub programs. One of them was called Pals, which sort of was something like a a personalized assistant that learns with you. Is sort of how they framed it. You know, it, it learns over time and acts human. Um, but it's you know, it, it, all of that sort of ties into this whole uh, broader transhumanist uh, stuff Meta going metaverse. on. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, so it's no coincidence that Facebook gets into the metaverse either, because that's essentially uh, something that was planned out in <laughs> uh, by the military, um, you know, a long time ago. And uh, you can even argue the Internet in general <laughs> uh, yes. because of ARPANET and things like that. So, But isn't there something poetic about uh, Facebook being labeled an extremist organization in Russia? <laughs> well, you know, yes, uh, in in a way, because they they really uh, are in a sense because of the uh, world they're trying to usher us into. Um, mm. Not just the one where you know whatever you click on while using Facebook can get you labeled an an extremist, or posting the wrong thing on Facebook can get you labeled an extremist. But also this idea that we have to go, uh, we should spend more of our time living in a virtual reality and should forego. Um, you know, actual human social connection. You know, it's really ironic that people like Mark Zuckerberg claim that they're um, 
Facebook's whole purpose is to better connect people, but in reality, it's uh, <laughs> it's destroyed um, regular healthy socialization, especially for young people that start using mm -hmm. it as, as a, at a really young age, which has increasingly happened um, over the past several years. Um, and, and it's not really just Facebook exclusive either, you know, smartphones in general. Uh, it's not really common, uh, uncommon where I live in Chile anyway, to see a bunch of teenagers get together to like hang out, but they don't end up talking. They're just all on their phones in a circle around each other, uh, you know, and I think a lot of adults do that um, as well to a great extent. So, you know, more connected than ever, but, you know, a lot of people are uh, more unhappy than ever also. And also another thing that's worth mentioning about Facebook is that, you know, they've done studies about how they can manipulate people's news feeds and what they see through algorithms to intentionally make them more depressed and miserable. Um, why would they be conducting studies like that? You know, because people that are miserable and depressed and feeling disconnected um, or fearful um, are much easier to manipulate and control than people who are not. So I, I think there are things that are, um, I guess, uh, psyop, psychological operations that are planned. Um, and then there are things that happen in, in the course of different goals uh, these people are, uh, are pursuing that don't go according to plan. And then they sort of scramble to sort of uh, do something to contain it. You know, uh, whether that's trying to manipulate a certain narrative or uh, orchestrating another okay, event yeah. to distract from, from that or something.